to go all in with your network marketing business or not? That's really the question. And I can argue both sides of this equation. And honestly, with 90% of the companies in this industry, I think it's probably not a really good business decision to go all in. However, if you're with one of the 10% of companies that truly do offer the opportunity for legacy income, I'm not talking about an extra 100 bucks a month. I'm talking about legacy income then you should go for it with all that you have. Because even if it doesn't work out, the experience will be worth more money or more than any dollar amount that you can put on it. The experience itself. Wistful regret comes from playing it safe. I want to be able to look back on my life with no regrets. And I know that when people look back at Dale, I want them to think he played to win. Dale did all he could do for his family, his marriage, his business, and his team members that were involved with him. Some of you may be thinking, I want to do all I can do and go all in on my physical health or my spiritual growth or my personal growth. What areas of your life Have you right now already gone all in? Is your business one of them? Should it be? That's what we're going to talk about on this week's podcast. Welcome to the MLMSuccess.com podcast, the show designed to return the network marketing industry to its roots of personal growth, leadership development, and wisdom of the ages success principles. We share with you real success stories from real people that we hope will inspire and encourage you personally and help you progress forward in your business and your life. We believe if you build people, people will build the business. Now here is your host who has been called the number one mind in network marketing, the MLM Profit, Network Marketing Virtual Mentor, and a host of other names that we will not mention because this is a family show. Frankly, he's just a small-town guy that figured out that the real product in network marketing is people. Dale Calvert. I'd like to welcome you to this session of the MLM Success Podcast. This is Dale Calvert. I appreciate you being with us. At the time of this recording, we just got back from Vegas, and my original thought was I will just share with you guys the training that I did out there. I'll probably do that next week. My mind's kind of went in a little bit different direction. We're going to talk about going all in in your network marketing business. Uh, at the time of this recording, we had we were delayed five hours getting out of Vegas. We sit in the airport for five hours. Uh, before we were able to get out, we got out a uh, four-hour flight back. Uh, we got in, I don't know, two or three in the morning. So to say that this is, uh, that I'm kind of running on fumes would be an understatement. We had an unbelievable experience, uh, the last three days and not f- from a different perspective than what most people would think. I'm not saying it was, you know, we all left rah rah motivated, fired up your normal experience. It was very insightful, very deep. Got to spend a lot of time with a lot of great people. And, uh, it was just, it was really good for me at this point in time. You know, 
as I was, as we were coming back, I was thinking about, you know, there's so many people on our team that we met that they just need to go all in. They just need to go all in emotionally, psychologically, and decide, you know, this is a mountain that I'm going to climb. And I know without a doubt that there are uh, people in every company, especially what I call the top tier, the top 10% of companies that do offer legacy income because of the timing of the opportunity and a lot of other factors that play into that. And honestly, there's not very many, but there might be a couple that I'm not totally aware of. But I know without a doubt that the areas of life we go all in on provide us the deepest rewards. Not necessarily because we achieve what we had hoped for. Many times we achieve much more than we thought was possible, uh, much more than we ever thought imaginable. But I do know that the growth, the thrill, the thrill of the journey is sincerely in the climb. Uh, Andy Rooney from 60 Minutes, he said, everyone wants to live on top of the mountain, but all the happiness and growth occurs while you're climbing it. And, and I know all of you can probably look back at different parts of your life and say, you know, that's really true that the thrill is in the journey. And we all know people that play it safe their entire life in all areas of their life. You probably have friends and family like that. And that's not a real fun way to live life. Helen Keller said life is to be lived as a magnificent adventure or not at all. And, you know, when I think about this, there's only about seven key areas of life. Some of you have heard me talk about the whole concept of living a balanced life and balanced will and talking about these different areas of life. And and for all of us, it's an ongoing challenge. It, it's a go that personally, I don't know anybody who has accomplished it, who can say, I, I have a completely balanced will. My life is balanced. Very few people can honestly say that. The seven key areas of life are family, Financial, mental, spiritual, career, physical, and social. Those are the seven key areas of life. And if you ask me what areas of my life I've personally gone all in on, I mean all in. If I had to look at my personal will, uh, number one would probably be my family. Um, But I didn't go all in at, at a time that I probably should. Um, my parents have been the most supportive people in my life without question. Uh, I know two or three years ago we were, we were hanging out with them and they were just going on and on about how we so appreciate you all coming and visiting and staying with us and come back anytime that you can. And, and I, I just told them both, I said, you guys don't understand. It's like, I want to be here. I, I'm not here for you. I'm here for me. I mean, I am the, here for you, but but I want to spend as much quality time with you guys as I possibly can. And that goes with Don's parents, and and that's where my heart is. I mean, I love hanging out and spending time with my, with my parents. And, you know, several years ago, many years ago, you know, I went through a, a very emotional divorce. And at the time, after that was all over— you know, I wrote a letter 
and had conversation with all three of my daughters. And I just let them know, you know, I am I am here for you. I'm all in. Anything that I can do, any support that I can give, uh, we're going to communicate, you know, every single week. And I'm here for you. And in, up until that point in my life, uh, I traveled a lot. I was there for every major event. But I missed some things I wish I hadn't missed. But uh, I also knew that they were very well taken care of. Uh, and that was, you know, if they weren't, it would have been a much different situation. But I knew that they were. And I made some mistakes uh, trying to, uh, when I would come in off the road or whatever, uh, get caught up on their life through their mom and not through them individually. And I think a lot of that was a mistake. You know, I should have made sure that, you know, I was communicating with them individually. And I did. I did a lot, but not at the level that I should have. And again, I knew they were well taken care of. But I went all in with my daughters, you know, back then. And, and I think they all three have would say that, that, you know, dad's dad's all in with us. He's He's here regardless, no matter what. You know, we're very important in, in his life. And then I can remember, you know, Donna and I had a long-distance relationship for a while. She's in Georgia. I'm in Kentucky, back and forth. She's coming to Kentucky. I'm coming here. And then I remember, you know, after, I guess, second year, I said, you know, I'm going to spend uh, the winter, get out of Kentucky, and I got uh, – three-month contract with an extended stay here uh, here in Georgia. And I spent, you know, three months with her every single day and her kids and, you know, back and forth. And when that time period was over, I can remember we were out one night eating, and I can remember telling her specifically, I'm all in. I'm all in. Because I'd spent the time, I knew her heart, I knew where she was coming from, uh, I understood her kids, so on and so forth. But when I made the decision, I'm all in, it's like, I'm all in. Um, you know, spiritually, I mean, years ago, uh, I can remember, you know, I was baptized when I was, I was the oldest of three. My younger brother and sister were baptized before me. But when I made that decision, it was my decision. And when I uh, went through a rededication ceremony in my 20s, that was my decision. And so spiritually, I've been all in for years, but I have to maintain that every morning. I have to take the time to, you know, even though that's an all-in decision, but I still, you still have to maintain whatever decisions that you make. I mean... If, um, you know, Dawn and I will get sideways with each other from time to time, and but I have to come back, and she has to come back to the decision. Uh, and the same with my kids, you know. I mean, I do the very best I can, uh, but we're long distance now at the at the present time. But I'm back and forth a lot, and I spend as much quality time and support them as much as I possibly can. When, when I look at... Um, you know, the the mental aspect of the key areas of life, 
I understand that formal education makes you a living. If you become self-educated, you can create a fortune. And I am, you know, not tooting my own horn, but I'm the best personal development student I've ever known in my life. Uh, I just am. It's just part of who I am. I'm all in on that. Uh, socially, I can function, <laughs> but I'm a major introvert. People don't believe that, but I absolutely am. Uh, I am terrible at small talk. I can't stand chit-chat. Uh, I love people, and I am constantly have to remind myself with many people that, hey, Dale, you haven't walked in their shoes. You don't know the programming, the authority figures they had in their life uh, up until the point that they were 12 years old. You don't know uh, the environment in which they were raised. and I, But you do know that whatever was programmed into their mind from the time they were little till they were 12, that after they were 12, they, with their own self-talk, just constantly reinforced whatever that programming was. Uh, my three weakest areas of life, without question, are career and financial and physical. And I, career and financial is because uh, my my reality so sur- so far surpassed my wildest expectations that I didn't even know how to deal with it. Uh, honestly, and, and I coasted for many, many years. And, you know, some people say, well, Dale, you, you know, you work hard. You've always been a hard worker, but it's been fun. It's been challenging to figure out different business models and to be, to continue to become more and more self-educated to the best of my ability. And then from a physical standpoint, I've always done pretty well. If there was a basketball court where I could go and play, uh, but the older you get, the harder it is, and finding something to replace that, whether it be swimming or something, I haven't done as good a job as I could have and probably should have there. I do the best I can. I try to watch what I eat, but I enjoy food, and I don't get too caught up in all that. So, you know, we all have seven key areas of life. And we, we, we can control each one of those to the very best of our ability, trying to keep our, our, our wheel balanced the best we can. Uh, but you know, really the last several years from a career financial standpoint, it's just not been, um, a priority. Uh, you know, but now, you know, even though the career, career aspect has really been, probably one of my weakest because I can talk about network marketing for hours uh, and hours and hours. And, you know, so when I speak at events, there's multiple topics I can talk about and feel very confident and comfortable with. But probably right now at this time and place in my life, the career uh, at this moment is very, very strong uh, I'm all in on my business, and I think anybody that works with me on a daily or weekly basis absolutely knows that. And I've just kind of decided to quit fighting it. You know, uh, I've been trying to get away from network marketing for so many years. At this point, I know it's not going to happen, and I'm excited. I'm very thankful to be at this time and place in my life at this point. I never expected it, but but I still it needs your major guts. For me to go all in, 
you know, major, major guts to go all in. Major guts because I knew that had what had got me to this point in my career was not going to take me and our team where I wanted to go, where I knew we could go because, again, of the timing and the four stars lining up uh, with the opportunity. And, and I never thought I would see an opportunity where the four stars lined up. And then once I did, then I was forced to really decide and have the guts to say, okay, I'm going to put the time, energy, effort, take this to a place that I've never been before. And quite frankly, I don't think the profession's never been before. So I know we are on a path right now to do some things that have never been done before. And when it comes to really developing homegrown leaders on a network marketing team, and, and I believe that those that are plugged in and are all in on this team feel that, are, are experiencing that, and know that as well. And it's been very difficult for me, and probably more so for, for Dom, because you know, since she's known me, she would probably say, well, he's a really hard worker and he, you know, he, he, he gives a lot of time to people. But in my, from my pace, I mean, I've just kind of coasted for years. Never had the intensity that I have right now. Dawn's never seen me like this. I mean, she's seen me intense anytime I've spoken in front of a group because I feel like I have a major responsibility to give that group all that I can give them. I've always felt that, but she's seeing the intensity applied to uh, a personal team like she's never seen. And, uh, you know, she's seeing me at a level that, and doing things that she's never seen me do before. And I realized I had to do that because bottom line is I don't have a founders club. And, you know, after my Shackley days, uh, my focus was normally only working with five key people. And those people understood, you know, where we were going as a team and how we were going to get there. They understood unity and separation. They understood, you know, uh, two-step recruiting process. They understood retail to recruit. They understood a lot of the concepts that a lot of you've heard me talk about. So it was a lot different because I had very, very well-trained, competent people that I was working with. You know, the wisdom of the ages principles have not changed and they will not change. They're the foundation on which everything is built. However, the amount of numbers and time required to that to put into people is is a major challenge simply because the network marketing profession has gotten in my opinion so far off track you know they start you know when the speculation period in network marketing started you know heavily around 2000 you know it led to where many of us knew it was going to lead which was right into a state of dissipation, especially within the, U- the United States. So, you know, I'm working with currently and responding to hundreds of people on our team individually. And I have to be very aware, have a really good understanding of where they are, what are the fears they're facing, what are their hurdles, uh, what should they be focusing on learning right now 
Are they in the middle of their launch? Are they working towards, you know, mastering the skill sets, mindsets, time management systems to recruit their three to five people a month? Uh, have they launched and so on and so on and so on. So in many ways, it's, it's exciting for me because I feel like I'm starting over. I mean, I really do feel like I'm back in my Shackley days and the process has been somewhat painful and requires a lot more patience than I believed I could ever come up with. But I'm enjoying it in a kind of strange way, but because I understand without question the thrill is in the journey. The thrill is in the journey. So uh, I'm excited about where, where this journey is going to lead. And I'm very thankful that at this point in time in my life, I have the opportunity to do this. And document the whole process, so that's exciting for me. So when I when I sit back and I look at, I've tried to identify the reasons people have trouble going all in in their network marketing business and on our team, and the six the six reasons I think most people in this industry never go all in, and the longer that you've been involved in network marketing understandably, the harder it is to go all in. And I'm going to say that again because some of you need to really be aware of this and understand this. And that is the longer you've been around the profession, the harder it is to go all in. And I think that's extremely understandable. It's understandable. I don't blame you. I don't blame you at all. Uh, I think about one of the people we have on and – on our team right now that's doing a phenomenal job. She's helping us. Uh, it's been great to have on the team. And when I first contacted her, she said, I'm done with it. <laughs> she said, network marketing, I'm done with it. And I don't blame her. I don't blame anybody that feels that way. Uh, I I don't. I, I did a post this morning uh, on our Facebook group, and it was just a quote. And the quote uh, I can't remember who it was from, but the quote was, desire, burning desire, is basic to achieving anything beyond the ordinary. Truer statement was never made. You've got to go all in. You have, a, you have to have a burning desire, not just desire, a burning desire, if you expect to achieve anything beyond ordinary. I mean, you can have, you know, you can have desire and and you can achieve ordinary results. But if you want to achieve beyond ordinary, you've got to have a burning desire. And in that post, I just said most people want to accomplish as much as they possibly can with the least amount of effort as possible. And don't even ask me to expand my comfort zone. And that's how most people operate in network marketing. They want to accomplish as much as they possibly can with as least amount of effort and work as possible and don't even talk to them about expanding their comfort zone. You know, tell them that they can stay who they are and become something that that they want to become. And that's not the way life works. The only place success becomes before work is in the dictionary. The only place success comes before work is in the dictionary. You know, Art Williams told us, all you can do is all you can do. But all you can do is enough. 
And a lot of people don't believe that. So, so they don't do all they can do. They just do what they want when they feel like doing it. And they're not dedicated. They don't have a burning desire and they will never create success because of that. You have to go all in if you want to really achieve your full upside potential. And when I say all in, I'm not saying quit your job and, you know, forget about this business that you, this traditional business that you have and, you know, put everything, your family and everything else to the side. I'm not saying that at all. But emotionally, psychologically, you have to be all in. You have to be focused. There's no such thing as a part-time network marketing business. I did a podcast on that um, several months back. It takes complete dedication, focus, a burning desire if you're going to build this. If you want a little extra money, I don't think this is the business model for you. How would you go after this business if you knew you could not fail? How would that change everything? See, because when you have that fear of failure nagging at you, it's more detrimental than most people think. How would you go after it if you knew you could not fail? Daily, every day, you're either focused on the work or you're focused on the dream. Your inspiration, your burning desire comes from your, from your dream. And it's your choice. You know, less than a year ago, I was done with network marketing. I knew it would never return to what it once was. And in my presentation in uh, in Las Vegas this week, I showed a picture of the book by John Kalich, which some of you will be familiar with. It was called uh, The Greatest Opportunity in the History of the World. And it was written in 1991. And in my opinion, 1991, network marketing, undisputed, greatest opportunity in the history of the world. Undisputed. 91, for those of you who were involved in 91 and you were working in 91, 92, 93, 94, up until 95 when the profession peaked, in my opinion. But those five years... After, you know, John Kalix wrote the book, those five years was phenomenal. The network marketing profession was admired from afar by traditional business owners, people stuck in the corporate rat race. Everybody knew, my gosh, these people are getting wealthy. It's unbelievable what's happening. And every company in the profession you could walk in and they could tell you a story of somebody that had no downline, no team, never been involved in network marketing, got plugged into the right culture because back then the culture really was build people, people build the business. It was about personal development. It was about inspiring greatness, not catering to mediocrity. And those five years was phenomenal. It was phenomenal. And some of you experienced that and you remembered that. And when John Kalich said the greatest opportunity in the history of the world, it sincerely was. It was. And my point, and we'll probably have the training available maybe next week on the podcast, but my point was the the compensation plans today are better than they were back then. The products are better. What's changed? What has changed? 
leadership or the definition of what we call leaders. That's the only thing that's changed. Because, again, in my opinion, network marketing is no longer a business. It's a big social club with, quote, unquote, leaders whose main focus seems to be just keep people on auto ship one more month. Not developing the next wave of leaders, not developing homegrown leaders. And Brian Tracy told us real leaders don't develop followers. They develop other leaders. And the only way you can do that is systematic, systematically and sequentially, step by step, idea by idea, understanding where people are on this road and help them get through the hurdles that they have in front of them. So if they jump the hurdle, they can continue to run and help people move down this predictable path to network marketing success. So what are the six reasons people don't go all in? Number one uh as a, i think for 90% of the people i, I don't think they should go all in I, I mean most people get involved with with businesses network marketing businesses based upon relationships they have with people or emotions and not based upon the true upside potential of the opportunity they're involved with you know it, it's just it's 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 unbelievable to me that people don't understand the more credible a company is, the less of an opportunity exists with that company. You know, I can't believe the number of people that think that they're going to, you know, they might make a little money. They even might get to six figures with Mel Luca today. It's a 36-year-old company, but I can promise you this. They're not going to create legacy income. It's not going to happen. It's not even going to happen for, you know, 0.1% of the people that join that company. And the work is the same. And I'm not picking on Mel Luca. I could have talked about multiple other companies, and the work is the same. So if the work is the same, why not get involved in a company that really provides legacy income? I, I don't understand it. And, and and I don't understand why people even try to defend it. You know, you can't, you can't, I mean, I don't understand. It's like, just say, you know what, I like my upline, I like my company, I, I'm not making any money, probably will never make any money, but, but I'm here for the social club. Why not just admit it instead of trying to defend the undefendable that makes no logical sense at all? At all. You can't, you, you just... Because people make decisions on emotions, and then they they tend to justify those decisions based upon facts. But when there's no facts to 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 justify the emotional decision that was made, then when they try to justify, uh, it just makes them seem like they really don't have a clue what they're even talking about, or they don't have a logical. Uh, a logical brain cell. And again, I'm not talking bad about people. I'm, it's, I'm just observing what we all see. I'm, that's all I'm saying. So I think a lot of times people don't go all in because in their soul they know, yeah, 
this person made 211000 last year, but they've been here for 28 years. They've been here for 22 years. Are they joined? And when they joined, they brought a group of, you know, tens of thousands or thousands of people with them when they joined. They don't, they don't, they know in their gut, but they don't want to admit it. Because if they admit that, hey, I'm just in the wrong company at the wrong time in history, I'm not going to ever create wealth here. You know, I understand those emotions because I went through it as well with the Shackley Corporation. Could have got involved in A.L. Williams when it started. I could have got involved in Herbalife when it started. But I let emotions keep me where I was because I didn't understand that there's if I'd gotten, you know, I would have had stronger friendships. If, 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 when, you're, when you're with a company that's on the move and a company where the timing is, is right and what I call the four stars have lined up, it's a whole different ball game than if you're just grinding it out. It's totally different, and people don't understand that until they experience it. And when, when, when John Kalich wrote the book years ago, you know, most of the companies were in that five years or less time period. They hadn't been around five years. The majority of people, companies were really making it happen back then. Why? The timing is really important. But what are the six reasons? Number one, and I see this on our team. I see it everywhere. You take somebody that's been very successful in corporate America, very successful in a traditional business, and when when they really start looking at the residual income that can be created in network marketing from a business, you know, see, some people can't distinguish the difference between a business and an investment. I mean, there's a lot of investments that you can make that offer residual income. But when we're talking about a business that creates residual income, there's nothing on the planet that can compare to the residual income in network marketing. There's just not. There's a lot of great businesses and there's a lot of very successful business owners and people that have had a great career in corporate America. And I think a lot of these sharp business-minded people see this profession. And at one time, especially in those early 90s, it was admired from afar by a lot, but they also understood the challenges of building a volunteer army because a lot of traditional business owners, they've been able to hire and fire people in corporate America, the same thing. They, they're, they're, they're a, got a, a strong position in corporate America and they have the ability to fire people. And you can't do that in network marketing. Network marketing, you've got to build a volunteer army and that's a whole different ball game so the challenge they're aware of the challenge but they also don't don't they think a lot of times well i've got to figure this out on my own no you don't no you don't and and i've had to have this conversation with several people and it takes a while for people for it to sink in and and it's like look uh we know what we're doing. I don't know anything about your business. I don't know anything about your job in at GE or Ford Motor Company or wherever you are. I don't know anything about it, but I understand how to build teams. 
and I understand how to help the 27 percenters move forward. I understand the skill sets and mindsets that it's going to take to help those people move forward. So if you just plug into what we're doing and and don't think you have to do it on your own just because you had to do it on your own in your your traditional business or your 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 regular job does you don't have to do that here we 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 take a very strong franchise type approach to what we're doing and all you have to do is plug people into what we're doing and i promise you the right ones will move down the road they're going to they're going to get better stronger uh, you aren't going to believe the stories and the leaders that will be developed. So you don't have to know it all. But a lot of times people that have been successful in other businesses, uh, they it really comes down to well, what are my peers going to think? What are my peers going to think? And do your peers have the residual income that you know this profession can provide? Are they dealing with as many employees as you are? It's a different ball game. Different ball game, very challenging, but beyond rewarding. Beyond rewarding. It's nothing more rewarding than the impact that you can have on the lives of other people. And for some people, that doesn't mean anything. For me, it means everything. I've said many times, I've got goals that money can't buy. And I love that challenge. I love that mountain. You know, I want to climb that mountain because I understand the thrill is in the journey, not the destination. On the opposite end of the spectrum, what if I fail? And I go back and I think about this. And this is an emotion that I see in a lot of network markers that I it's hard for me to recognize today because I never have that thought. But I have to remember where I started. And I can remember, you know, what if I fail? What if I fail? What if I fail? I can remember that being a dominant emotion, especially during my first three years in this profession. I can remember feeling that way. What if I fail? And I've said this before, and I'll say it again for the 10,000th time, but when I realized that I could not fail, it changed everything. And there was nothing, there was nothing around me to, to tell me, Dale, you can't fail because I was, <laughs> you know, I was still in that grind mode big time. But when I finally understood that the law, not the suggestion, not the hope, but the law of averages works for everyone that puts it into use, it changed everything for me. And that's why many of you have heard me say that Jim and I'm not going to go through the whole story, but, you know, Jim Rohn, how to build a network marketing organization now available on cd you can get on amazon and i tell our people don't listen to it memorize it don't listen to it memorize it know what's coming out of his mouth next memorize it listen to it as many times as you have to memorize it just like you were memorizing a long song you know a lot of you know you can sing every word of achy breaky heart 
You can sing, many of you can sing every word of many songs that will not take you where you want to go. Master, learn, internalize Jim Rohn. Three, it's, I call it three basic laws, but it's, that was the original title. It's called How to Build a Network Marketing Team. And understand the, the law of averages works for everyone. Yeah, the birds are going to get some. The roots are going to kill some. I mean, that's just part of this whole equation. It's part of the road. It's part of the process. But the law of averages works for anyone. And if you can get that concept from your head to your heart and you're willing to do the numbers, which is an important part. It's not just knowing the knowledge, but you're willing to do the numbers. You cannot fail. How how fast is it going to happen for me, Dale? I don't know. There's too many unknown equations in network marketing. I mean, if I put a basket of uh, what oysters, is it, what is it that has the pearls in them? Clams. If I put a basket of clams here, a hundred of them, and I see, look, there's three pearls there. Go find them. And you start shooking these oysters and you open it up. No, that's, that's not a pearl. But there's three. There's three in here. Some of you might get lucky and hit a pearl, you know, in your first three or four that you open. Some might have to get to 50 before you find your first pearl. But if you keep shucking, you're going to find the three pearls because I guarantee you they're in the basket. If you find three people a year that want it as bad as you do in three years, you're a superstar. That's how this business works. Most people take out a little speck of sand and they start rubbing on it and blowing on it and trying to turn a piece of sand into pearls. Some of you heard me talk about you can't send ducks to Eagle School. You know, you you have to be able to recognize talent. Will everybody that you know that could do it, will they do it? No. I believe everybody can do it simply because I did it. I would be the most least likely to succeed person that's ever joined a network marketing company, but I was too stubborn to quit. And I had no options. I had no options. And once you see network marketing and the residual income that's available here, you will never get it out of your blood. You will not. There's nothing that can compare. So what if I fail? Eliminate that thought from your mindset. And every day, get up knowing you're going to win. You're going to achieve your, your dreams. I, I It took me a while. It took me about three years. And hearing Jim Rohn live, I'd heard the audio tape a hundred times, at least, maybe more than that. But when I saw him live, it went from my head to my heart. And I realized, I, Dale, you're willing to do the numbers. You've already proven you're willing to do the numbers. So you're going to find your three. You'll find your three. That 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 mentality, not worrying about failing and understanding that I was guaranteed to win because the law of averages would work for me, even if I was from a little town in Kentucky with population 400, that the law of averages would still work for me, changed everything. But you've got to get that from your head to your heart, and you've got to believe it every single day. That's why you should memorize that audio. A lot of people say, well, Dale, you know, I, I, I just believe in multiple streams of income. This is this is really, I, I, there's a lady that's not part of my team, but I respect and like a lot. And she has like five or six different businesses going on, and she's very talented. And I saw her in Las Vegas this weekend. I said, 
when are you going to quit focusing on those other businesses? And she looked at me like, Dale, why are you asking me that? You're not my upline. You're not my, why are you asking me that? Because it's important for her. I know it's important for her. And then she said something about multiple streams of income. Uh, There's nobody on the planet that believes in multiple streams of income more than I do. I do believe in that. I do. At one point, I was planning on writing a book called Six Six Figure Incomes in the same year. So I believe in it. If you've listened to this podcast any time at all, you know that I do. But if you're going to build a network marketing, see, you build your team first. You build your team first. You get yourself in a situation where, you know, you're making a lot more money than you need every single month to live a comfortable life. You know, you've lived on 7000 a month or 1700 a month. It doesn't matter, whatever it is. And you don't increase your lifestyle a whole lot. You know, just you don't need to. And then you take the extra income that you're making. So if you're making 3000 more a month with network marketing than you need to live, then you get into multiple streams of income, but not multiple businesses. Again, people get confused between businesses and income and investments. See, because the lady that I'm speaking of, she's running multiple businesses. Okay, so that that requires a lot of attention. And it takes focus away from the model, the business model that's going to create legacy income. So then you take the $3,000 a month and then you invest it and you can invest it wherever you feel like you need to invest it, you know, make not, not anything too high risk. And as I say that, and people think, well, Dale, you invest in tax lien certificates and sports cards and some crypto and, you know, uh, you know, uh, real estate, other things. I like real estate a whole lot. You know, buy buy a duplex. Take that money, buy a duplex. Create cash flow from the duplex. Don't run the duplex. Hire a manager to run it. They're going to take a big cut, but let them handle it. And they you just they just send you the check. You know, buy a buy buy a piece of property, or or but you start creating multiple streams of income, not through multiple businesses that you have to be there and operate, but through investments. And see, a lot of people in network marketing, they're trying to make $50 from this affiliate program and $27 from this health program, and and they're hoping to make $200 this month from this whatever program, and and, and they don't understand the concept of multiple streams of income. They, they don't have a deep understanding of it. And if you're trying to run multiple businesses, especially multiple network marketing businesses, I can promise you I have never one time – one time in 40 years met one person that was building two teams from both from both of those teams not one not one and a lot of people run their network marketing business like they would a flea market you know they just got all these different products and again that it's just an indication that they're focused on the money 
that they're income focused. They're not. And 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 the crazy thing about it, because they're focused on the money, they'll never. They're not, it's an elusive rabbit that you never catch. They'll never catch the money. They're trying to make income from seven different network marketing companies. It's ridiculous. It really is. It's ridiculous. Network marketing is about a lot of people doing a little bit. I tell our team, look, you don't need much over 12 customers. 12 customers, you're good. You know, 12, 14 customers, network marketing is about a lot of people doing a little bit. It's not It's not about how much you can sell. It's about the leadership you can provide to a team. That's how you create wealth here, not by just trying to set up a flea market of products that you can sell to people. You know, you have to believe in what you're doing. You have to believe in your product, and you don't need multiple products. If you're going to do that, just start an e-commerce business and, you know, create your own products. Again, I don't want to go too far down that trail, but, you know, I believe in multiple streams of income, but I don't necessarily believe in multiple businesses if they all require your time. And a lot of people just think, Dale, I don't, I don't know enough to go all in. I just, I want to be committed and dedicated and focused and give this every, all the time I can, but I just don't understand it enough. You don't have to. You don't have to. Um, when you're with an organization or a team that has a culture that is very step by step by step, and you can plug into that culture, into that team. All you have to do is just try to stay at least one step ahead of the people on your team. You know, launch it, then work towards mastering recruiting. And that's going to take a while, but you got to get to where you can consistently put in three to five brand new people every single month. And then you can control your financial destiny. It's just not that difficult, guys. It's so simple, really. But, you know, people go off on all these tangents because some self-proclaimed guru said you have to have a blog or you need to be a part of this lead system program and you need to have this and you need to have that. And people are looking for the foo-foo dust. And many people have spent months, years in this profession looking for the foo-foo dust. They're convinced that somebody knows something that they don't know. And it's it's not it. What did what did Mark Arnell say in his book? He said, "Look, just find the right mentor, somebody that's taught others to do with what you're wanting to do, and and get plugged into their systems, and don't have an original thought until you're at ten thousand dollars a month." That's some of the best advice that's ever been given. The the, the fifth reason, and I see this a lot, is people. A lot of experienced network marketers, they get involved, and when they, the more they like, they look for red flag, look for red flag, look for red flag. It's not there. Uh, so it's like, it, it was like with me. It's like say, Dale, why did you join this? Because I was too smart not to. I understand what it looks like when the four stars line up. I also understand that. I was looking at it through the wrong pair of glasses. I was looking at it like from a U.S. startup pair of glasses. It's not. 
So nine-year-old established successful companies gone from ten million to a hundred million in the last five years, and now they're just launching in North America. You don't have to be the sharpest tool in the shed to figure out what's getting ready to happen here over the next five years. So I couldn't let it pass me by. Products based upon science. I mean, I know who Dr. Earl Mendel is. I know what the I've, I've got the book, The Happiness Effect. I've read it. Uh, so so when so it's not about making an emotional decision and trying to find the facts. The facts were just beating me to death, and the the facts the facts speak for themselves. So it's like uh, you know. So what I I've, I've had people that have joined, and then they have to find some type of what they perceive to be an intelligent excuse uh, to not join. Or to not get involved, or to not be active, and I've had multiples, and I don't want to get into all of them. But I'll, there's there's a gentleman I'm talking to right now. I like him. I don't know a lot about him, honestly. I don't. Uh, and he's given me sincerely the most, in my mind, bizarre is the only way I know to explain it. Bizarre excuse for not joining but and anybody involved in our company would tell you the same thing that's been around and is as observed and it's like uh they they it, it's lack of trust with the owner and I'm not going to spend a lot of time here but it's like uh I have never in 40 years seen an owner, and most of the owners I've worked with, honestly, when you're just around them, they feel like the distributors are a necessary evil. A lot of them never been in the field. They look at, you know, the return on cash flow and uh, the receivables that don't exist in network marketing, and they look at all the numbers and they think, oh, this is a great business model, so I'm going to start my own deal. And they don't understand. And w- when this guy says, I want to I want to create more millionaires in this company than any company in the history of network marketing, I know he believes that. And, you know, I've spent a lot of time looking at the body language of the people that he works with and around him. And I would tell you that anybody that's really building this business, there's not one person, not one leader in this company that would not tell you right now the best owner I've ever worked with. Uh, unbelievable. Some of the promotions, some of the things that he does, the the recognition for everybody. And again, 17-year-old kid when he started in the profession and it's beyond obvious and, and and when you and when he says network marketing runs through my veins he means it so when somebody says well somebody said that they don't you know he they don't trust him and see some people don't understand the kind of passion that some people uh put out there and and our owner's definitely one of those type of people he's got a lot of passion he's got a lot of passion and uh, I was in, in Vegas, as I mentioned, and I was shooting some corporate video. And I got talking to the to the guys that were doing the video. 
and I didn't know if they were part of the team, but they weren't. Uh, they they actually have a uh, video production company, and there was I think five of them, and they were hired, and they've worked at different events uh, for our company because you know they're in thirty countries around the world, so they will fly into wherever and they do video of the event. So they were hired. They're not corporate employees. They were hired. And I got talking to one of them. He said, yeah, we do a lot of events for a lot of different people. And I, and I just said, well, how's, how's the owner? How's he to work with? Oh, he's, he's really good. I said, really? And I was trying to pull anything I could out of him. And he said, no, he's, he's got a big heart. He said, you know, he's, he's got a big heart. He just he he just loves people. He's got a big heart. He said we love working for them. We, we love working with the company, and and it, it it did a lot for me to hear from these guys and looking in their eyes because I knew they were telling me the truth. They were not telling me what they thought I wanted to hear, and uh, so that was cool. So people can come up with bizarre excuses, you know. Uh, with whatever they want to come up with, you know, and it doesn't matter if the facts back it up, they just have to justify it in their own mind. And and there's a lot of people that will do that. You know, I've had people say, well, Dale, I, I can't work with a Russian company. And I'm thinking, you know, we're not in the second grade anymore, dude. I mean, a lot of, a lot of things have changed in the world where, you know, and if it wasn't a Russian company that was already successful, in 30 countries around the world, I wouldn't even be doing it if it was an American-based company that was just launching. I wouldn't have touched it. The track record is the track record. And and your personal feelings, good or bad, my personal feelings, good or bad, doesn't matter. Track record is track record. And then the last group, and I've probably heard this more than anything else over the years, and you have too. People say, well, I was involved in XYZ company, but I really didn't do anything. I really never got committed. We've all heard this multiple times. Well, I was with, you know, I was talking to somebody last week. I was with with, uh, the body wrap thing. I can't even remember the name of the company now, but... Whatever it is, I was with that, but I never did anything. I was with this, I didn't do anything. And a lot of people hang around network marketing for years, maybe join four or five different companies, but they never go all in. And if they never go all in and they never make a commitment, it's like if I don't go all in, if I don't go all in, if I don't chip, push all my chips in the center of the table, if I don't get committed, then I don't have to feel like a failure because I never really gave it all I could have given it. And it's strange the mind games some people play with themselves. I have people right now that I sincerely respect. Many of them have big reputations, have been around for years and have big reputations. And I know that as long as I don't join and I don't make a commitment then I don't have to look bad in front of Dale and other people. Because a lot of people think that I think if they come in, that they're going to bring a 100 people or whatever, 
And I, I, I never even have those thoughts. I understand anything anybody does is a bonus. I understand everybody's on their own time schedule. But I've had people that are friends of mine that have been successful in the past and could do this. And if they had joined, would have hundreds of people down through one leg just because of the time in which they joined me and haven't because they know if they do that and they don't, you know, achieve what I know they could achieve or maybe what they have in the past, that it makes them look bad in front of other people. And I I, I know that's where they're coming from. I don't understand it because I don't think that way at all about anybody. Everybody's got their own journey. So I hope this has helped you some uh, because I can promise you, if you're going to do this business, it's a lot faster. It's a lot more fun when you do it all in. It's easier to build this business fast than it is slow. That's the truth. And obviously, desire, burning desire, is a basic to achieving anything beyond the ordinary. And the only way a burning desire is created is when you are all in, giving it all you got every single day. Thanks for listening, guys. This is Dale Calvert. We'll talk to you next week on another session of the MOM Success Podcast. Decide, is it time for you to go all in? If you haven't gone over to iTunes yet and rated and left this podcast a review, what are you waiting for? At Calvert Marketing Group, we want to spend our time on the projects that we know are providing the most value for our clients and customers. You leaving us a review and feedback on iTunes is something that helps us more than you realize. And more importantly, it helps others like you find us. So if you've not taken the time to rate this podcast, please go over to iTunes and do that for us now. It will only take a couple of minutes out of your busy schedule. Work harder on yourself than you do on your business, and we will be back next week with another inspiring success story, Wisdom of the Ages training, or answers to your questions.